we kind of tend to believe this lie of God is this Santa Claus and if we do all the right things and live a good life, then God will give us what we want. Have you ever felt like life is ripping you off? No matter how hard you try, you feel like you're getting a raw deal. That what you're suffering is unjust. My guests today, Stephen and Therese, have had to face those feelings for over a decade. Where is God when you're suffering? I'm Celia Filkey, and you're listening to Messages of Hope. In 2003, Stephen suffered an injury that has left him with debilitating pain ever since. All the things he and his family were looking forward to were crushed. And over the years, the hope of getting those dreams back has gone. And yet somehow, they've found ways to embrace life, even amongst the daily suffering. Stephen and Therese, how has life changed for you as a result of your injury? His whole personality has changed. You know, he was a very outgoing, gregarious, really a people person. And now the pain makes him very tired. So if we have guests over, you know, after about two hours, he needs to retreat to the bedroom. And I think to just, the medication affects his thought processes. Emotionally, he's quite fragile at times, you know, getting frustrated and dealing with the frustration of not being able to do what he wants to do. So really, you know, from the man that I married, he's extremely different. And and Stephen, what's one of the big frustrations for you? Not being able to be an active outdoorsman, father playing sport with my son or motorbike riding, rock climbing, anything like that is out. I found that really difficult. You know, I I guess I I have a a close friend who's a father who tries to assist a bit with that and and Therese tries her very best to make up for that. But where I can be involved in Joash's life, I, I am whether it's uh, creating worlds in Minecraft on the computer or uh, movies and music and things like that that we can explore and enjoy together. And he's very good at understanding what I can't do. He's probably better at handling it than I am. So what about relationships outside your immediate family? Has the constant pain affected those in any way? We've lost a lot of friends. Mm, We have. Um, And because the condition, uh, uh, you know, suffering is a deformity, it's an ugly thing and it puts people off and... Makes them feel helpless too, which is which is something you don't want to feel. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. confronting yeah. and yeah. that's difficult for people mm, to understand. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Coming up, what happens after you aren't healed? When the suffering keeps going, how do you move forward? Stephen, you were working as a Christian pastor at the time of your injury. Has that been a struggle for you to come to terms with, like your faith? Like I feel like before this, I was so naive about suffering. We kind of tend to believe this lie of God is this Santa Claus keeping a list and checking it twice. And if we um, do all the right things and say all the right prayers or, you know, live a good life, then God will give us what we want. And so many times he just says, life is suffering. Mm. And we have, you know, Stephen's tried almost every procedure there is under the sun. Um, You know, try this doctor, try this doctor, come to this healing thing. And none of it's worked. 
I mean, I remember feeling really gutted, absolutely gutted. And what is wrong with me that God won't heal me when, you know, this promise is, is supposedly given that you'll be healed? And um, there's only so many times that I think you can emotionally put yourself mm. in that mm. vulnerable position. I, I can really understand why for some people that ends their faith mm. when that doesn't work. So after all you've been through... Do you still believe that God can heal? Yeah, you know, there are times where God miraculously heals and I don't deny that, but I think we're just over thinking, I'm going to be healed, I've got to be healed, we've got to get over this, rather than, no, God is with us in our suffering. I think that for us, until we accepted it, we couldn't actually move forward. Mm. I'm so aware too that when when I read the Bible now, Every single character, every single person is beset by some challenge or suffering or hardship. There are no superheroes who have it all. Every single one faces a challenge. That's been a really helpful understanding and something that I understand now. So with that understanding, how do you make the most of each day? The limitations of my condition yeah, mean that there's only so much planning we can do. What will my pain allow me to do right now is as far as we can go to a degree. And so it really, although we can make plans to the, for the future, we're very much bound by, okay, what is happening right now? What can we do? What can't we do right now? And cherishing the moments of things that we can, we can, do. We can do. And making the most mm. of them. Yeah. Coming up, Stephen and Therese will share some of the practical things that help them live with hope despite the daily struggles. When you're suffering all the time, what are some of the things that can help you get through each day? One of the things I've had to really come to terms with is asking for help. It is inherently difficult to ask for some help. And now I have no choice. I can't paint the house or I can't, there's stuff outside I can't do and I still hate it, but I actually have to ask for someone to do those things or ask, ring up a mate and say, I need your help, but I've still got to force myself to do that. I guess what I've come to learn is that people want to help and... Often don't know how. Yeah, yeah, Mm. that's right. Mm. And one of the people who has helped you a lot is your psychologist. Oh, he's saved us on so many occasions. He's dealt with, with, with each of us individually and together and just given us tools to be able to understand uh, in how we approach this and what happens when things go wrong. And, and you can say things to them that you can't say mm. to other people, you know. To a degree, the healing is in the listening. That was one thing I learned early on in my ministry is just being able to share stuff brings emotional healing. I think too, right from when we started seeing the psychologist, he really encouraged us, particularly Stephen, to block out a time once a week where he would whinge. He would whinge to God. He would whinge. He would be upset. He would cry. He would. And so it's actually, it still is in the calendar. And then, so allow that time for it. But then when that time is up, move on with other things. So it's not all consuming. 
And so yeah. it doesn't just build up into yeah. this huge mm. but thing. But it's a healthy release. A healthy release. Yeah. So I think that's been a, a helpful suggestion from him as well. Yeah. So you've found good support in your doctor and your psychologist and the people who've stuck by you despite the difficulties. How do you see God now, who hasn't miraculously healed you, fitting into the way that you look at life? I would say God has provided those people and God has provided those people in our life to support us. Um, it's a bit like the whole, you know, medication kind of thing. Some people are, oh, you, sh- you know, just trust God. But, we, well, I feel that God has put these people in our lives. He's trained doctors and scientists to develop these things. Why would we not use them? So I, I don't think it's about not trusting God. I think it's actually using the resources that God has placed in our lives. This is Messages of Hope, and I'm talking with Stephen and Therese about living with chronic pain. Stephen, there are so many things that you can't do as a result of injury. What things can you do to find that fulfilment? Making my wife coffee. You know, there's there's so many things I can't do that the things that I can do become really important, passionately important. You know, the one thing I can do is cook and make my wife a coffee and there's some days that's all I can really do as far as contributing to the house and the family goes. Having having a wicked sense of humour helps. Mm. A shared (laughs) wicked sense of (laughs) humour. Definitely. Well if if there's one key thing you've learnt from this experience then, what would that be? I've got a different worldview of Christ and his suffering for humanity and his suffering for me and and God's understanding of how much suffering hurts and and God's not this vindictive lightning thrower out there trying to spoil everything. This is just the way life is. Suffering is a part of life and and God is is our way of mm. of understanding that and coming to terms with it and living despite all of this, having a fruitful life and a a solid marriage and still being a parent and, uh, and, a, and a friend and having a place in the world. And how would you encourage others who are going through something similar? Surround yourself with understanding, supportive people and know that you'll still make mistakes. We still make mistakes when Every we time. think we've got it all sorted when we're doing something and then we reflect, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Or we should, yeah, you'll still make mistakes. You're never mm. going to have it clear in your head and worked out. Yeah. yeah. It's not a death sentence. There are ways forward and there are ways to live with this condition and just and seek help, learn to ask for help. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For free PDFs, videos and podcasts about where God is when you're suffering, go to messagesofhope.org.au. Or for a free booklet, call 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353 350. I'm Celia Filkey from Messages of Hope. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges.